It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show, heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now on today's show, here's your host, Lisa Lewis. Rise and shine, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here. It is Thankful Thursday right here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. Well, today we have a wonderful and brilliant um, special guest here, none other than A.J. Regattas with the Regattas Group here in San Antonio, Texas. Also, he's the proud He's a proud father, he's a Christian, and one of his hobbies that he loves is CrossFit. And uh, we're so happy to have him here with us today. So help me give him a warm welcome. Welcome, AJ. Hi there, thank you, Lisa. I'm glad to be here again. And I uh, wanna wish, first off, a happy new year to you and to everybody. I uh, hope we're starting off the year great with uh, with uh, kicking, kicking everything aside from 2018 and just moving forward now with a fresh new year. Absolutely. And I certainly agree with you on that. And Happy New Year to you as well. Well, without further ado, tell us a little bit about AJ Regattas. Yes, ma'am. So I've been in the business for, I'm sorry, in real estate business for eight and a half years. Um, You know, before that, I was a credit analyst for a subprime auto finance company. Enjoyed doing that. But as we all know, when the market tanked and the economy went uh, into the recession, um, of course, subprime were the first ones that got hit. So uh, at that time, I knew I wanted to get into real estate. I was, I was just always fearful of jumping into uh, a sales job or type of career. I've never had, I'd never done sales before. Uh, and then also uh, leaving my, my comfortable income going into 100% commission base. And so, you know, people around me had always told me, oh, you know, you'd be really good at sales or you're really good with talking to people. And, uh, and, and I started leaning more towards that route, especially when um, the company that I was working for went under, they gave me a severance. And that's when I got into real estate and it changed my life. It changed my, you know, my perspective on things and, and just the way I look at everything in general now. Um, it, it definitely made a change for the better. And so I have three kids, uh, Christian, who is 13, uh, Audrina, who is seven, and then Brielle, who just turned six the other day. So we're getting ready for a birthday party this weekend. Um, heavily involved with my church. I go to CBC Church here in San Antonio. I love it. Uh, Pastor Ed's done some amazing things for me personally, and not only me, for the, but for the community of San Antonio as well. And, uh, yeah, and selling real estate full-time and, and, like you said, enjoying CrossFit. It's one of my favorite hobbies that I do every day after work. Uh, make sure I end my, my work day at latest 530, and I go straight to CrossFit. So, uh, definitely helps me with staying in shape and staying on my toes, and and it just get, it continues to thrive and give me that energy that I need to to keep going every day, along with keeping up with my kids. So, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I probably should join that. I have a nine-year-old son. <laughs> and so oh, yeah. I am you with you. It. You would love it. Yeah. Yes. I'm with <laughs> you on having enough energy to keep up with them. 
now now he's in um cub scouts he's a we blows oh, one no. and uh we recently started that and so uh and he'll be 10 next month so so happy awesome. birthday to your your little princess you. and and i know that her party will be fabulous you know yes. uh, <laughs> It's so interesting, um, AJ, because we wear so many hats and um, just trying to keep it all together. I thought the topic today would do us justice. And that topic is the resources and tools of a top producing realtor. And since you are a top producing realtor right here in San Antonio, Texas, I wanted to have you share some of the resources and tools that one can glean from you by hiring you as their realtor. So um, give us some insight on some of the, you know, the different resources that you have. Yes, ma'am. So, you know, it, it, it all comes down to number one, taking care of your client. And I know as silly as that might sound, as simple as that might sound, it's the truth. Um, Your clients want to be taken care of. And the number one complaint that we tend to hear from from buyers or sellers is that you know they're they're not hearing from their realtor or or they're not getting the follow-ups that they they might expect or or you know just a, usually there's a communication barrier whether it's it's lack of communication or just not understanding you know a, a, with technology the way it is these days um, a lot of people tend to rely on text message and and that's something that I train my agents on my team to try to avoid, you know, is, is text message conversations when we're giving updates, when we're giving, you know, statuses of what's going on within the contract or even just follow-ups with past clients. We try to make phone calls to get people on the phone uh, versus text messages because we want to make sure that whoever we're talking to when we're having a conversation with them, that we're having a conversation that they understand, you know, and, and as you may know, a lot of, uh, a lot of things can be misunderstood through a text message, a tone um, is the main one that can be misunderstood. So that's why I try to encourage my team, just make sure that when we're doing follow-up, that we're speaking to our clients either over the phone or face-to-face. So that way we make sure we have a clear understanding on both sides and there's mis- there's no misunderstandings. But um, I would say after that, that we would also uh, like to say just we, we go that extra mile when it comes to representing our client. You know, um, I've often had conversations when I've been interviewed with clients where the first question they ask, one of the first questions they ask is, how do I know you're just not in for a paycheck? You know, and, and our response to that is, yes, I mean, this is our career. This is what we do. This is what pays the mortgage and all, you know, the light and all the bills. But at the end of the day, I've, I've trained my agents on my team to understand that when we're working with our clients, we're not working just for a paycheck. We're, we're trying to go that extra mile to develop a relationship with them so that way it's a long lasting relationship. It doesn't end after the sale, you know? And so throughout the sale, I like to think of it as more of just building that relationship, you know, and we're building that relationship that's going to be of, of everlasting. So, you know, it's, it's all about going the extra mile, um, you know, and then making sure you're staying on top of your clients, making sure that your clients are staying satisfied. You know, um, one thing that we're rolling out this year that should have rolled out a long time ago is that we're going to be having our clients fill out surveys at the end of at closing, actually, uh, and then turn them into us. So that way we can, we can go over and sit down with the team together as a team and, and better understand what we can be doing better. Um, you know, and a lot of times our clients are happy, you know, at the closing table, they're just happy to get there. You know, many buyers don't realize, you know, that they're going to be able to buy. So when they get to that closing table, they're happy. But 
we also want to encourage them that, hey, if there was anything that we could have done better, we'd like to know that. We're all about constructive criticism. Me in particular, I love constructive criticism. I take that from anybody, you know, and so that way it helps me grow as a person, um, not only as a realtor, but to better understand what I could be working on and, and, and making better. So, again, it's, it, as you may notice, what I'm getting down to is relationship building. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a big thing, especially in real estate, but with any, any career where you're dealing with someone that you're either trying to help purchase or sell something, it's all about relationship building. And oftentimes, when I get hired to sell somebody's home, I first look at who they last used to purchase the home. You know, there's a track record of that, and we can see, you know, what realtors they've used before. And my first thought is, okay, what can I do different with this client now that wasn't done with the other realtor that they used previously? Because if they were satisfied with that realtor, they would use them again, which is why, you know, we try to stay on top of all of our clients after a sale, you know, to, to encourage them and to, to keep that relationship going to where we're getting referrals from them. Because I don't want to be that realtor that, you know, gets overlooked after they've used me and then they move on to another realtor. Um, now, granted, we have, some scenarios that come up where, you know, their family member got in the business, so they want to give them an opportunity or whatever it may be. But for the most part, we always encourage and and stay on top of our clients, you know, with follow-ups, you know, years after they've purchased their home. Um, And that's, it all comes down to relationships and relationship building. So that would be the main thing that we focus on out of anything before even talking about marketing or whatever it may be to, to get a home sold for our clients. Very good. And I'm, and I'm glad that you said that, AJ, because I do, I'd like to stop you there and just um, ask you, because, you know, I, I say that this, when I sit down and speak with you, that this is more so, in my opinion, for realtors, because I would love for more realtors to be top producing realtors. I mean, I know that would give you competition, but iron sharpens yeah. iron, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, what would you say to agents out there, realtors, how to develop uh, a better relationship with their clients? Yeah. So there's a lot of training out there available to realtors um, and agents. First thing I would say is, is, you know, now it's hard to, to hire a coach when, when you're new in the business as an agent um, because, of, because of cost. But if you ask any top producer, they'll tell you they have a coach. And so, of course, my coach is what keeps me on my toes. But I would say as a new agent, if you're looking to how to grow your business and how to get yourself going, um, first things first is you want to make sure that you're going under a brokerage where you know your broker is going to take care of you. You know, you're going to be be full of questions when you're new into the business. And so you're going to need guidance. You're going to need someone to train you and walk you through step by step to make sure that you're doing the right things and growing your business the right way. Um, So first, I would say... Get a great broker, um, and then I would encourage new agents to join a team. Um, you know, we're, and it's become more popular over the past couple of years, where we're noticing more agents are joining teams or starting teams. And I think that's a perfect opportunity for a new agent to to kind of piggyback on and learn from their team leader. You know, to this day, one one of my newer agents on my team, um, you know, she's been in, she's been on the team. She's new to the business for about two and a half months now, and. Every night, it almost seems like we're having a conversation where she's asking a question that she might not understand or, hey, how do I do this? And so it works out perfect because I'm there for it. I don't mind at all. 
even though she'll apologize after every time she asks me a question, I don't mind at all because I know I was there at one point, you know? And so those are big steps on when you get your license is joining the team and joining a great broker that's going to help take care of you and help you grow. So, mm-hmm. You know, on the other side of the break, um, I'd like to come back and talk about what, uh, what are some key elements in finding a great broker? Cause I know that you would know that. Yeah. So everybody Definitely. who is tuned in today, you're listening to the Lisa Lewis show and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And our special rock star guest is AJ Regattas with the Regattas group right here in San Antonio, Texas. And on the other side of the break, we'll talk more about our topic today, which is the resources and tools of a top producing realtor. Please stay tuned. the origin of Murphy's Law. You know the maxim that if anything can go wrong, it will. Murphy's Law was named after Captain Edward A. Murphy, an engineer working at Edwards Air Force Base in 1949. Captain Murphy was working on a project designed to measure how much sudden deceleration a human could stand in a crash. After discovering a transducer constructed for the experiment was wired wrong, Murphy squabashed the technician responsible by exclaiming, if there's any way to do it wrong, you'll find it. In other words, circumvent mistakes and miscababbles before they happen. Aerospace manufacturers began quoting Murphy's Law to their engineers, and soon it became an eponym. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Hey there, it's Christine Gallagher from She's Got Clients.com. I'm really excited to share with you the first annual Get Clients Online giveaway. I have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow in clients in less time online. So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to getclientsonlinegiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn cheat sheets, sales scripts, and so much more. That's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com. Head over there and enjoy your free gifts.
Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the doubt here on the Lisa Lewis Show. And I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And we have a rock star guest with us today, none other than AJ Regattas with the Regattas Group. And he is a top producing realtor. He is a proud father of three, a Christian who goes to Community Bible Church right here in San Antonio, Texas. And also in his downtime, he likes CrossFit. So welcome back, AJ. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. So today's topic, we're talking about the resources and tools of a top producing realtor. And so I thought of you, of course, uh, I love that you are out there and serving the masses. And so before the break, we were talking about, um, uh, I wanted you to speak more on how one would find a great brokerage to be up under as a new realtor or a seasoned realtor if they're looking to make a change in the new year. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you know, and, and, and here's the thing. Um, you have to be very good at listening and, and feeding off of people's energy. And, and what I mean by that is, um, you know, of course, I always recommend talking to several different brokers if, if you're new to the business uh, and, and making sure that you're interviewing and sitting down learning what the, what the commission splits look like and, and, you know, what kind of training they have to offer. You know, whenever, whenever new agents come to me to, to talk about joining my team, the first question they usually ask is, well, what's the commission split? And it, it, it comes down, yes, there's a lack of experience with that question because as, as a, I would say as a good agent would ask, they don't necessarily worry about the commission split so much and more so ask the question of how are you going to help me grow? how are you going to help me succeed in this business versus how much are you going to take for my commission? Um, but a lot of times, and I'll admit I was the same way when I was new is the first thing we ask is how much are you going to take out of my commission? And so um, I, I would, I would encourage new agents to try to stay, or try not to make that your number one priority when you come to asking questions to a broker or, or a team, when you're joining the team, um, your first question should be, how are you going to help me succeed in this business and make this a career path for myself? Um, and then follow up with what kind of training do you offer? And then maybe that third question, okay, well, what are the commission, what are the fees look like, you know, that are associated with joining either this brokerage or this team. And, you know, oftentimes I see where new agents are getting into this business and their number one priority is the commission. And, so you tend to see them joining brokerages that charge this flat fee commission or flat fee is what they call mm -hmm. it, um, where, you know, there's no split. You know, if you join our brokerage, every closing that you do, we're only going to take away $200 or $500. Mm -hmm. um, and you see that, but then you notice that those brokerages have lack of training involved with that because there's only so much they're mm -hmm. going to offer you when they're giving you that opportunity to make more on your commission deal. Um, and so that's where I would say for the new agents, you want to try to stay away from those brokerages. Um, and I'm not here to, to, you know, to badmouth those brokerages. They're good and they work for some agents. Um, but in my opinion, you'll notice if you, if you look, is there any top producers that are with those brokerages? Mm -hmm. I would have to say no. And, exactly. you know, it, it, you tend to get agents that are a little bit more seasoned. Yes. But you know, to, to notice and find out where the big top producers are at, they're usually not with those kind of brokerages because they understand the value of where they're at, you know, and where they've chosen to go. So first things first, new agent, 
please just be careful with the decision that you're making. Try to stay away from the flat fee brokerages because they only offer you, if any, limited training on helping your business grow. So yeah, you might make 100% commission on your deal, but how many deals are you going to do a year, you know, because of the lack of training that's involved? So that's what I would exactly. say for new agents. Exactly. Yeah. And also, um, wouldn't you say, AJ, that those brokers, they're usually out having to sell as well? Because if yep. you're not getting their percentage of anything, how do you keep the lights and water on? To me, exactly. you would need to be out there working too. So if your yep. broker is out there working right with you, not saying that they can't help, but if they're having to do that just to keep the bills running, then that, I mean, yeah. going, that means that they're really not, um, you know, a top producing broker. How can they be because they're out there working as well instead exactly. of providing you with all of the necessary resources and tools of a great broker in order to yeah. assist a great top producing agent. So you exactly. are so true at all of those, the ones that I do know about personally, I can tell you, <laughs> and it's unfortunate to say, because I have, you know, I have a partner at one of them, but they, they, they're not top producing agents. They're just not. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I've said that to that person too. I said, why won't you, because they're not, a, you know, there are no top producing agents here. And exactly. so, you know, but a well, lot and, of them, and, mm -hmm. go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, you know, and here's the thing. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to stand here with my nose high saying, oh, well, if you're not following a top producer, you're not going to make it. That, that, that's, I, I don't want to give that notion because that, that's not what I'm trying to say. But I will say this, um, you know, if you're looking to grow and learn from somebody, you're typically going to learn from the best. And so mm -hmm. why not follow that blueprint that they've already created of what's worked for them? Um, I will admit, I've learned things. I've learned, you know, I've actually sat in training classes with agents that do far less sell, home sales and volume throughout the year than I do that I can still cherry pick from and learn from. So, so I will say you can learn some things, but if you're looking for a path to success, um, which I get really shy with using that word, I will never tie my name to success, but, um, or at least successful. But if you're looking for that pathway to success, you tend to want to lean more towards someone that you know has made it already or has done it or is on their way doing it or has, has like I said, a blueprint to get yourself there. So that's the main thing that I would be looking at as a new agent is making sure that you're asking the right questions, not necessarily, hey, just what, what kind of commission am I going to make, you know? So. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Now, next, you know, let's move on. I want to talk about your um, your successful topic. I'll, I'll use the word success for you, AJ, <laughs> um, of how to dominate your neighborhood. Uh, talk yeah. a little bit about that. Oh, goodness. That one's really taken off for me. Um, you know, so, so I've done several classes on uh, the topic of dominating your neighborhood, and, uh, and we're actually, I, I'm, I'm happy to say that we're actually starting off the year really good. Um, we just put a listing in my neighborhood on the market this week, have another one going on the market this Saturday, and then I have one on the 23rd that'll be hitting the market in my neighborhood. So three different listings, um, all very similar in square footage. However, they're unique in their own way, so they're not necessarily competing with each other. Um, but yeah, just it, so Dominate Your Neighborhood is a class that I had designed for other realtors here locally that it, it really puts yourself in a position to win uh, as far as the neighborhood that you live in how do you become the top realtor 
of choice for everybody. And, um, you know, my neighborhood, I live in a, uh, 11, or, I'm sorry, a thousand home community where there's seven other realtors that live there. And I've been able to position myself with the techniques and the, the strategies that I've implemented to where I am the realtor of choice, even though there's seven other agents there. And so, um, you know, it's all these tools have worked really great for me. And that's why I figured, you know what, why not give back? I, I have nothing financially to gain from giving this class to other agents. I just enjoy helping and I enjoy being in front of a crowd and, and just teaching and instructing. So I figured, you know what, let me do this for other agents so that way they can take off with their neighborhood. Um, and, and the number one question that I tend to get with this is, aren't you worried that someone's going to use these tools in your own neighborhood? And no, at the end of the day, I'm not. Um, you know, I actually know that one of the agents in my neighborhood has gone to one of my training courses for it. And so at the end of the day, if it works for them, great. But I know that I'm, consist, or I'm continuously evolving with what I'm implementing in my neighborhood. I'm constantly coming up with new ideas, you know, to to continue that growth in my neighborhood. And it seems to be working, you know. Um, I have a very big presence in my neighborhood where a lot of the neighbors know me or they know of me. Every time we have an event, I'm the sponsor. And uh, and I have neighbors coming up to me, hey, AJ, I know you from 123 Main Street. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that one, you know. So, um, yeah, it's, it's worked out really well. Uh, to this day, I've sold 43 homes in my neighborhood, and I've been there for six and a half years. I'm sorry, seven years. And uh, so 43 homes, I'm looking to break the 50 mark uh, before the end of the year. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, it's been really great for me. That's wonderful. So does the 43 include the three that you have on the market this month? Because that'll put you at 46. No, Ah. those are closed homes. So yeah, it'll be 46 once I get these free sold. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Well, then I I challenge you, I'm sure, AJ, (laughs) that let's see, with that number, you could possibly get um, another 10, I would think, or more before the end of the year obviously. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, you know, in 2018, 2018, I, I did 11 in my neighborhood. So I, I know 2019 is going to be even better. Um, I'm already Absolutely. working on three. So I know before the end of the year, we'll definitely succeed that 50 mark and, uh, and possibly and in those 60. So yeah, Absolutely. Exactly. I am rooting for you, my friend. Listen, before <laughs> we go to break, tell everybody how they can get in contact with you. Yes. Yeah, so my phone number is 210 210- Three one three five 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 four. My email address is rgroup at kw.com. You can simply Google AJ Ricardis, and you will see a plethora of, of things that come up on Google. Whether it's my business Facebook page, um, my personal Facebook page, um, you know, several different things that can come up underneath on how to contact me. So easily, easily reachable. Um, but yes, I would say my the, the easiest my phone number two one zero. Three one three five 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 four. Very good. And before the break, we have about a minute. AJ, tell everyone about the Dominate Your Neighborhood that you have coming up, and who all can attend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we are finally doing it for our own office, which you know the, the KW office that I'm at. We have a little over 400 agents here, and uh, they finally asked me if I can do that class for everybody here. And so I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I think I'm most nervous the most to do it for everybody here because it's in front of my own crowd, but. Yeah, right, it's going right. to be on the 24th at 10.30 a.m., and I'm looking forward to it. Everybody is welcome to come. You do not have to be a KW agent uh, in order to come. You can be an agent okay. from any brokerage. We invite them all. Right. 
Very good. Well, if you're just tuning in, stay tuned to The Lisa Lewis Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And on the other side of the break, we'll talk more with the fabulous AJ Regatta. Stay tuned. listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis show. Hey there, it's Christine Gallagher from She's Got Clients.com. I'm really excited to share with you the first annual Get Clients Online giveaway. I have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow in clients in less time online. So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to getclientsonlinegiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn cheat sheets, sales scripts, and so much more. That's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com. Head over there and enjoy your free gifts. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show on TogiNet Radio. I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and today we have the brilliantly phenomenal top-selling producing realtor, AJ Regattas with the Regattas Group here in San Antonio, Texas with us. So welcome back, AJ. Thank you very much, Lisa. You're quite welcome. Now, before the break, we were talking um, about how everyone can come and listen to you with Dominate Your Neighborhood on January 24th. That is a Thursday of 2019. It starts promptly at 1030 a.m. and it's going to be at your office. Can you give us the office location or how they can sign up in RSVP? Mm -hmm. Definitely. The address is 1102 East Sonterra Boulevard. Zip code 78258. But yeah, we're right on Sunterra in Stone Oak. And, um, and we're suite number 106. You can't miss us, though. It's a big building. Um, but yeah, it, it, I encourage anybody to come and, and ask questions. You know, I love it when I have people engaging with me and cha- maybe challenging me on a question that, you know, they might think or that, you know, that they might suggest. So yeah, definitely encourage anybody to come. You do not have to work for Keller Williams. You can work from any brokerage. I actually worked with a different brokerage when I came several years ago to a training program here in this office. So, um, yeah, we welcome anybody. You do not have to be a KW agent. All right. Very good. Very good. So moving on, um, I wanted to get into growing your database. That is something new yeah. that you have started this year. Tell us all about it. Yes, ma'am. So we're moving on to the next chapter, um, which is uh, what we're going to be working on and in, 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 in implementing and, and doing for agents. And, and this course is called Growing Your Database and Turning Them into Referrals. 
And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to use Gary Keller, the owner of uh, the CEO of Keller Williams, for example. Gary William, uh, Gary, Gary Keller, I'm sorry, says you need 10,000 people in your database in order to be a million dollar agent, a million dollar growth commission agent. And so, a lot of times, agents think, oh, okay, well, let me just pull a database, you know, and throw it into my database. No. It, it, you, do, you need to be more effective in that in that source. And so these are people that you've talked to at some point, whether it's a phone conversation, whether it's a face-to-face conversation, whether it's a past client, you know, or a referral partner, family, friend, someone that you've talked to re- about real estate at one point. And so now that you're adding them into your database, of course, things that you need to add someone in your database is a phone number that works, an email address that is good, and then, of course, a physical address. And so when you have your database, you know, there's, there's several different ways you can implement to stay on top of these people in your database. Um, you know, you can do once a month phone calls, you know, just to check up on them. And I can give you a simple example um, with what I do with my past clients. I'll say, hey, Lisa Lewis, this is AJ with Keller Williams. So I'm just calling to check up on you. How are things, how have things been going with the home? And then you reply and just say, oh, things have been great, you know, this and that. And we put this in the kitchen. Oh, that's great, you know, and, and how are the kids? And so you're having a simple phone conversation. And a lot of times, you know, and especially my team, when I started getting my agents to do this, they, they were really nervous. And I was just like, there's no need to be nervous. These are clients that you've already helped purchase a home. They love you. You know, they, they already know who you are. So there's nothing to be nervous about. And I think we get our head wrapped up too much on the whole uh, making a sales call. And that's not what this is about. I mean, yes, we're in the business of sales. But when you're making this phone conversation, you're further establishing that relationship and that bond that you have with that one client that you helped at one point. So, you know, I'm calling and talking to them and see how things have been. And, you know, then we're ending the call and just, hey, you know, just keep me in mind if you know anyone that's looking to buy or sell. I go with that approach. Of course, my coach that I have will tell me, no, I want you asking them at the end of the phone call, who are two people you know that's looking to buy or sell? That's more of an aggressive approach. Um, I'll sometimes use that approach when maybe we're running a contest, you know, within the office, or maybe our numbers are looking a little low for the month. Then I'll go with that approach. But typically it's more of a, you know, if you know anyone that's looking to buy or sell, please just keep me in mind. Okay, great. Have a good one. Hang up immediately when you hang up that phone call, you send them a thank you card. And you mail them a thank you card saying, hey, it was great chatting with you. Um, And then you add your business card and you mail it out to them. So therefore, there's already two touches within that month. Within that week, there's Mm -hmm. two touches on that person that you spoke to. Um, And then I have auto mailers that go out to these people. So I have what we call a loyalty builder which is a great program through Reaching Neighbors. It's a local business here in San Antonio um, where you submit your database to them every month or whoever you're adding to your database, and they mail it out for you. Very affordable. Uh, I believe they charge like $0.67 a piece, uh, which is including the post-it stamp. Works really well. But, yeah, so you send out the loyalty builder to that person as well. The loyalty builder is a postcard with, you know, your name, information all there, just like a business card. And then on the other side of that, that postcard is a coupon to a restaurant. And so it usually has like a free appetizer at so-and-so restaurant or $10 off your meal or whatever it may be. Um, but that goes out every month. So that's another form of touching that person in my database. 
one last thing that I do is called the letter of the heart. And this one's the biggest one that I think I've had the biggest impact with my database or, or even my past clients. The, the letter of the heart, you know, people, the people that you work with or the people that you know, they just know, initially, they just know me as AJ Regattas, their realtor that helped them, you know, or that is helping them. So I further that relationship by sending out what is called a letter of the heart. And this goes out once a month. It highlights my month on a personal level. It has nothing to do with real estate. You know, so for instance, this month, I'm writing a letter of the heart about my daughter's birthday, you know, and, and they're, getting to, they're getting to see the personal side of AJ Regattas and who AJ Regattas is. And when one thing that I noticed immediately when I started sending these out is my database was following up with me at this point. And they're just like, hey, I got your letter and that was really neat. I'm glad y'all were able to do that this month or whatever it might have been. But again, they're getting to know AJ Regattas on a personal level and just and not just the salesperson. And so that one has been the biggest eye-opening uh, conversion for me when it comes to building relationships with my, my clients or my database. So my, my database gets touched four times a month, sometimes just three depending on if I'm really busy and I can't make my phone calls sometimes, they, they maybe don't get a phone call, but for the most part, three to four times a month, they're getting touched by me. And that is why majority, I would say nine out of 10 of my deals every month are referral based because I stay in communication with the people that are sending me business and that want to send me business or like who I am as a person or as a realtor and they trust me. And now they know me on a personal level. So that's what I mean about growing your database, growing your referral-based business to where it can, it, to where you don't have to spend a, a few hundred dollars or thousands of dollars on Zillow or Trulia right. or Realtor.com where these agents are spending a lot of money to get leads that don't care who they are, don't care what they've done, uh, don't care about their time, their personal time. Right. Um, and guess what? If you can't show me at 3 p.m. today, I'm going to go to the next agent. I mean, all of us, need agent i mean leads like that at some point so i get that now, if you can grow your business on a referral-based business guess what those are the best clients to have because now you're getting someone that appreciates your time they're not going to ask you to cut your commission and they're going to value you as their realtor and so that's the main thing that i think this course dominating your neighborhood was awesome and i'm still getting requests from people to to do that class and i plan on doing it still but this is the new program, the new class I'm going to roll out that I think can take a lot of agents to another level. And so those are the key steps. Those are the key steps of growing your database and growing your referral base. Um, but I will say this. So when a new agent is in the business, they say, hey, well, I don't have a database. Or a new agent just moved to San Antonio. I've seen that a lot, too. When new oh. agents move to San Antonio, they don't know anybody. That's okay. You can still grow a database. You know, we have systems in place that we use to where, you know, uh, where you can make phone calls every day. You know, whenever I ask any agent, hey, how's business? You know, how's business treating you? Oh, it's going. It's a little slow. I don't have that many leads coming in. That just means that there's opportunity and that you could be doing a little bit more to make that happen. And so, uh, for instance, I use a system called Landvoice. It's a really popular system, uh, landvoice.com. And so what this system does is it provides you data. It gives you all the expired listing contacts every morning of any home that was on the market and it expired or the agent took it off the market. 
guess what? That person, that seller's contact information is going to roll out into the system. So those calls can be made every morning. Uh, every morning it provides for sale by owners, people that are selling their home on their own, not using an agent. So there's another opportunity to get yourself in front of someone. Um, but the, the, the system that I like the most about Landvoice is what they call the neighborhood search. This one is key. This is the one that I use for dominating your neighborhood as well, is um, the neighborhood search where you plug in an address, right? Say, for instance, I just got a new listing in my neighborhood. And I plug in an address in, in that neighborhood. It gives me the contacts of all the surrounding neighbors around there. And now I can start calling on those people. And guess what? Now that I've had, you're going to have people hang up on you. You're going to have people, you know, curse you out. That's fine. The ones that are not necessarily treating you that way and you're having a conversation with, even if they said no, not interested or no, not at this time, that's still a contact made and that is still an opportunity made to where you add them to your database. So as soon as you get off that phone call with that person, you write down their name, you write down their address because all the information is there, and then you switch it over into your database. And now you start getting them on your mail out. So awesome systems work really great. They're very affordable. Land voice, I think I pay about 160 a month, but it provides expired for sale by owners and the neighborhood search. Um, and it, it works great. It works wonders. Um, and it gives you an opportunity to where you have something to do every single day. So yeah, that's what we're going to be focusing on uh, with the new class is uh, growing your database and growing your referral-based business. Great. And when does um, that first class roll out in 2019, AJ? You know, we're, we're still working on putting the course together. Um, I have everything that I want to talk about. We're still working on putting it together the way we did with Dominate Your Neighborhood because I want it to be a flush presentation where everything is just lined up and transitioned the way it should be. So I'm hoping within the next month, but again, we're, we're still working on that. So hopefully the, by the time we talk next month, I'll have that date for you in that time. Okay, very good. Well, to those who would like to hear from you now uh, on Dominate Your Neighborhood, which is so successful, it will be on Thursday, January 24th um, at 10.30 a.m. at Keller Williams. The address is 1102 East Santerra Boulevard, San Antonio, Texas, 782 uh, five eight, and also if they'd like to get in touch with you, AJ, what is the best contact number? Yes, ma'am. They can reach me by cell phone two one zero three one three five 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 four. Very good. And on the other side of the break, we will wrap up talking with the fabulous AJ Regattas with the Regattas Group right here in San Antonio, Texas, and he'll give us more keys on how to hire a top producing realtor. We'll be right back after the break. Stay tuned.
police of Alligator Point, Florida, discovered a 400-pound Gabberlunzi bear raiding their garbage, they called the local wildlife authorities. The officers came out and shot the bear with a tranquilizer dart in order to move him. Unexpectedly, the frightened bear swam out into the water where it started to drown as the tranquilizer began taking effect. Adam Warwick, an officer from the Wildlife Commission, jumped into action, swimming towards a juggernaut bear, while the other officers tried to figure out how to rescue both of them. Adam was somehow able to grab the bear and paddle 25 yards to the shore, saving the bear's life. The bear was then loaded on a truck and transported back to its home in the forest. What's the word for a last-minute attempt to get something done? A charrette. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the Dow here on the Lisa Lewis Show. It is Thankful Thursday, and I'm your host, Lisa Lewis. And we have the phenomenally brilliant, top-producing realtor here with us, AJ Regattas. He's with the Regattas Group right here in San Antonio, Texas. So if you're ever looking to sell or purchase, make sure that you give AJ um, a call. Welcome back, AJ. Thank you very much, Lisa. You are so welcome. Listen, it has been so fun talking to you. I'm always super pumped and excited when I um, have you on uh, every uh, second Thursday of the month. And so we are looking forward to all that it, it, that you have to bring um, to our listeners in 2019. So thank you so much for taking time out of your much busy schedule to be with us um, on the second Thursdays for an hour. We appreciate yes, you. Of course. Okay, so as we wrap up the hour, I wanted to um, talk to you because I'm sure we have a lot of realtors and professionals that are tuned in today because you have such a huge following. Um, I wanted to ask a question that maybe would benefit them. And here is that question, AJ. What questions would a realtor ask their clients when going on a listing appointment? Mm. Good question. Good question. So uh, what I would first start off with is when you initially have that phone conversation, um, you know, about setting up the appointment, because that's what we're doing, right? And, and oftentimes agents make the mistake of trying to win the listing over the phone on their first contact. And it's like, no, 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 no. You know, even agents on my team, you know, I, I'll hear them 
setting up the appointment and they're like, and we're going to be able to do this for you. And we can do this for you. And I'm like, Hey, no, no. You know, I'm in the background. Like, no, cut that out. Like just set uh-huh. the appointment. Let's get to the appointment. Um, because you're not going to win someone or the chances of you winning someone over the phone is rare. Your, your, the statistics go way down. Um, you know, and, and the goal is to set the appointment. So that way you can win them face to face, especially with me. I can tell you right now, if, if I could set, you know, if I was as good at setting appointments as I am about winning them in person, I mean, gosh, we'd be at another level. I can say that much. I am so confident that if that appointment is set for me, when I go and meet with that person face-to-face and they do have the intent to truthfully sell their home, that I'm going to win that listing. And, and you have to go in there with confidence, you know? And so um, the, the often mistake that, that I see agents make is they're trying to get that listing over the phone. So first thing first, set the appointment. Um, second of all, you want to make sure that you're, you're pre-approving your seller over the phone. So, you know, we hear this, this notion of when we're working with buyers, oh, we got to get them pre-approved before we start showing them homes. Well, that goes the same way with a seller. You know, we want to pre-approve them to make sure that they're a good fit for us. Not only are they looking to see if we're a good fit for them to represent them, but we want to make sure we're dealing with the right client as well. And so what I mean by that is you want to probe. When you're setting this appointment, you want to probe and ask questions like, um, so why is it that you're looking to sell your home? Oh, well, you know, we're looking to do this and that and whatever it may be. What you're searching for is there an opportunity to represent them on the purchase of a home as well. You know, and so that's what you're looking. You're looking to gather all this information before you go on your appointment. So you can do your research. You can, you know, come up with possible rebuttals um, and have all that prepared for when you go in person and meet with them face to face, the chances of you winning that is, is, high. And so you want to ask questions like, why is it that you're, why is it that you're looking to sell your home? Um, you know, if, if I put your home on the market today and we got it in contract today, um, you know, would you be willing to work with me? And that, with that question right there, it, we're looking to find out what their motivation is. So we want to see what they're, you know, oftentimes we deal with people that call us and say, hey, what's my home worth? You know, oh, you know, we can give you numbers, but we'd rather like to meet and walk through your home first before we can actually give you an accurate number. Um, but a lot of times these people, which is rightfully so, which is okay, nothing wrong with that. But a lot of times these people call and they want to know that just because they're curious. They have no real desire to sell. They don't need to sell. They don't want to sell. They're just curious what their home is worth. And yeah, you know what? I like that number. I think I'll put it on the market now. And you want to look for those clues because if they don't have the true intent on selling their home right away, then maybe that client's not for you, you know? And, and I say that very delicately because of course our goal is to get as many listings as we can, right? We, the more signs we can put out there in yards, the more free advertising we get, you know, the more opportunities we get in selling that home, whatever it may be. But you want to make sure that you're not working with a client that, you get them a full price offer, they're going to tell you, oh, you know what, AJ, it's a great offer, but I want to wait. You know, I want to wait a few more days. We just put it on the market yesterday. Yeah, we got a full price offer, but I want to see if I get one that's above asking price. You know, and that's where it's like, okay, that's going to make it challenging to work with that client. You know, so there's clues that you can search for in asking these questions just over the phone without, again, without trying to sell yourself over the phone. 
So you want to take a pre-approval on the seller and ask the right questions while you're setting up that appointment. So when you go on that appointment, you're now set with any possible rebuttal that can come up or any, you know, any question that might come up that you might already know the answer to. Um, second, I don't know about anybody else, but when I go on a listing appointment, I still get excited today. I still get a little nervous. If you don't get that way, then maybe real estate is not for you. You know, maybe right. you burned out or whatever it may be, because regardless if it's a hundred thousand dollar listing or $700,000 listing, I still get excited. And, um, Oftentimes I get, you know, I hear agents say, oh, well, you know, I, I'm nervous and I don't, what if they tell me no and whatever it may be. And one thing that I would say is if you get really nervous like that, one thing I like to do is I'll call a family member or someone close to me, right? While I'm on my way driving to the listing appointment, I'll call someone that's close to me that encourages me, that, that believes in me. And I'll have a decent, just quick conversation with them. Hey, I'm going on this listing appointment right now. I hope I get it, you know. Um, yeah, and, and I know they're interviewing three other realtors and you're dealing with someone that's a cheerleader for you in your life. That's going to be there encouraging you saying, don't worry about it. You got this. You're great at what you do. Now it's time for you to show them who you are. You know, someone that's giving you that pep talk, kind of like a coach, you know, right. giving you the pep talk to prepare your mind that, Hey, I'm going to go into this listing and I'm going to show them how I'm a rock star. And so, yeah, that's one thing that I like doing from time to time where I'll call my mom or I'll call someone that I'm close to and just let them know what I'm, I'm about to do. And, uh, and it, it works. I know it sounds silly, but it works. Um, mm -hmm. And then when you go into that listing presentation, you have to be prepared. And that's why I say asking the right questions in the pre-approval process is key to having yourself prepared for when you're in that listing appointment. So that's why I say when I do all these things and I go to my listing appointment, I, I'm a little nervous, yes, but I walk in there with confidence at the same time. I know that now I have my opportunity to be in front of you. And now that everything you're going to hear, everything that I have to say, and I'm going to hear everything you have to say, I'm also going to show you who AJ Regattas is and you're going to like me. <laughs> so uh, those are key things that I would say on how to prepare yourself um, for, for going on a listing appointment and making sure that you're prepared to go on a listing appointment. Uh, I would say absolutely. this too. One more thing that I would say is you want to be careful that you don't over-talk the, the seller, possible client, at your listing appointment. You want to make sure that they're talking more than you are. Oftentimes, agents go in there and they're like, oh, I can do this, I can do that, I can, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, blah, blah, blah. And the seller's just there, like, trying to absorb all of it. So you want to ask questions, but you don't want to talk as much as the seller is talking. You want to make sure that you're building rapport. You want to, you should already know why they're selling and, and what they plan on doing once they sell. You should already know those questions, but you want to make sure you're going on a listing appointment, not only to see if they're going to hire you, but also if you're going to hire them. And then also you're gathering information from them. That's all we're doing in a listing appointment. We're building relationships, but we're gathering information from that seller. And so when we're gathering that information, that's going to help us determine Okay, this is where we need to be priced. This is when we need to go on the market. This is what I recommend on putting your home, getting your home ready for staging, whatever it may be. But when you have all those things lined up, that's going to put you in a higher percentage of getting that listing um, versus any other agent. Another question I ask on the phone when I'm setting the appointment is, okay, great, I'll meet you there on Thursday at 5 p.m. Um, I want to ask, are you also 
uh, interviewing any other agents? Yeah, we're interviewing about two or three other agents. Okay, great. I highly encourage you to do so. And sellers get, I, I've had reactions from sellers when they're like, well, I can't believe you said that, that you're encouraging me to talk to other agents. Um, you know, and, and what I'm doing though, is I'm building, I'm showing them my confidence that, Hey, I have confidence that when you meet with me, you're going to hire me. Not only that, but then I ask them, well, if you don't mind me asking, who are, who are the other agents that you're interviewing? You know, so then the, sometimes they won't give you the name. For the most part, they will. Oh, I'm hiring. So, I mean, I'm interviewing so-and-so from so-and-so real estate. Okay, great. You want to find that information out ahead of time. So that way, when you go on the listing appointment, guess what? You know, this is everything I have to say. I also remember how you told me you're interviewing so-and-so. I just want to let you know that I have more experience in this area. I've sold this many homes in this area. So-and-so hasn't sold any homes in this area. You know, so are you sure you're making, make sure you're making the right decision when it comes to someone that knows your neighborhood and knows your type of floor plan the most. Therefore, that's, that's the game changer right there. If, if I've had to bring that card out, which I don't always do, but if I have to bring that card out as a listing appointment, that usually wins it for me because they're like, ah, he did his research, you know, or he knows what he's doing or he's right. He has proof that he sells in this neighborhood and so-and-so doesn't. So it's little things like that that I try to separate myself from the competition out there that other agents that we're up against. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is great information, Realtors. So take heed because this is a top producing Realtor here in San Antonio, Texas. And he's with the Regattas Group with Keller Williams in Stone Oak area. And we have so enjoyed having you here today, AJ. And what is one takeaway? Because we have about 45 seconds. What's the takeaway from today's show? I'm sorry, I didn't catch it. What was it? One takeaway, what? what? What is the one takeaway that you would give to realtors as we wrap it up? Because we have about 30 oh, seconds. Make sure to listen. Just listen. When you're having a conversation, listen for responses. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, AJ, for coming on. And we look forward to talking to with you next month. And remember, everyone, when you bring us your business, we'll bring it to radio. it's Thursday, it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movers and influencers.